think I can say anytime basketball is being played, I don't not say, let's play some basketball. Or when anyone ever plays golf, I always say, I sliced it. I sliced it. Or like, he made that. I'm going to hit him in the head. Yes. <laughs> but can I be honest? My favorite part is what a buzzkill Chris's mom is by being like, people always ask you got to be his biggest friend. No, I'm his mom. <laughs> but here's also what's funny about that is like at the time of recording, Chris was already like 28. hundred so, percent. ma'am, <laughs> let him go. <laughs> let your baby go. I'm his mother. <laughs> I'm his mother. Oh, it was so good. We haven't heard Lynn Harless speak in 20 years. That just felt, that just, that's a, that's like what my soul needed. I didn't even realize. Are we roll? Are we jumping into this? Let's oh, do I it. think we have to. We have to. There's no time to waste. There, no. Who needs who needs idle chit chat when you have NSYNC in concert to talk about on the Disney Channel? Absolutely. Welcome aboard. Please keep all hands, arms, legs, and feet inside at all times. Podcast, you are all clear. It's a little bit of an unconventional topic for our Yeah, podcast. I would say so. And you may notice Ashby's not here because he has zero interest <laughs> in this. I don't know I don't he's, know why he doesn't have like, any interest in this. He's a foreign concept but... to me and I couldn't care less. Actually, the truth is he was just so, he's like, I can't, like, I can't. I'm too excited about it. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was like, I'm more excited to hear about yes. it than to talk about he it. He wants to relive it through us, but not by participating. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, like on the, you couldn't get further on the other side of the spectrum. We, you, me, Molly, you, Cheryl, we are lifelong, dedicated NSYNC fans. Absolutely. And I don't know about you, but this Disney Channel in concert featuring NSYNC was my introduction to the band. To the boy band. Maybe. I genuinely don't remember what came first, the chicken or the egg. I just remember being obsessed instantly without any sort of understanding or catalyst to why. Like you were just like, this is my future. This is my life. This is my reason. Like I feel like by the time I had watched it one time, I'd already watched it a hundred times and I had never existed prior to. Yeah. Who am I? Like what is happening? And honestly though, like you say like kind of coming out of nowhere, but honestly thinking about it though and especially for our generation like I don't know of big Disney fans nowadays that didn't grow up on the in concert series and would we be as like in love with the brand and in love with the product if we didn't have that growing up I don't know you bring up a couple interesting tidbits one tidbit I agree with you I think we all would anyone within like a seven year period close to our age we're the same age um would say would agree with that like their friday nights were spent on what was going to be new on disney channel and a lot of it felt like a lot of those friday nights were filled with disney channel concerts in reality there weren't that many no and especially ones that i actually watched (laughs) but they were but they were very pivotal and they were at like a very important part of our of our lives i think like 1998 through 2001 you know three short years but like wildly impactful for a um 11 12 13 year old girl you know absolutely the other thing you mentioned though like this was a moment in my life and there's been a couple now where my like obsessions and my loves 
just collide. And this was one of them. So I was like, I was already a Disney fan. And then NSYNC shows up. Yeah. This is such a this is such a mashup, such a incredible moment. I feel I felt the same way when I like stepped into Galaxy's Edge for the first time too, because I've been like an independent Star Wars fans for year like it, from as a little kid, um, like independent of my family. And then when the Disney maybe I'm I might be in the minority here, but like the Disney takeover of Star Wars, like I've been a fan of everything. Yes. I love it. It's like a happy marriage happened with yeah. like your two best friends, and you're like, absolutely, I support this. Now go have babies. Like, I can do two of my favorite things on one trip. Like, more of this. I love the efficiency of it. Yes. So this was another one of those moments where it was like, do I love boy bands? Yes. Do I love MGM Studios? Yes. Absolutely. Do I love choreography with baggy pants? I guess. <laughs> the baggiest pants. Yeah. I mean, there's never been pants baggier. I don't think so. I think this is it. Like, it's so bad. We'll get into the... I don't know if we're getting into it now, but, like, yeah. all I could think watching that was just, like, oh, my God, their pants are so big. But then, like, every single kid I had a crush on back in the day, like, that's what they were wearing. Just the biggest pants and a button-up shirt. They almost looked like Victorian ladies. Like, that's how much fabric is on the bottom <laughs> of their bodies. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. It is a scene out of Bridgerton. <laughs> so, okay, so let's roll it back a little bit. Um, so this episode is about the Disney Channel in concert special featuring NSYNC. And the reason we're doing that is if you're not familiar with the Disney Channel in concert um, program, anyone they brought onto the program was performing a concert either in a Disney park or a Disney cruise or in one special case, a Disney Broadway theater. Um, (laughs) But there was always, with, you know, Disney's the best at this, there was always a tie-in to something that they were promoting or something that was new. And we fell for it in the most delightful way. Yeah, I think definitely Disney was better about hiding the fact that this was all just for promotional gain, whereas nowadays it's like, you know, even the Christmas quote-unquote parade or holiday special that they have like it's a hundred percent just a promotional thing and you you can see right through it now but back then I did not I thought that Joey was riding like ski what are they called yeah jet skis jet skis because he absolutely he was like his only hobby yeah he was like I'm either sleeping or riding jet skis and back then I was like absolutely like I should look on the water because Joey's gonna be on the jet skis Oh, Joey loves jet skis so much. And now we know that Disney probably was like, hey, we have this t- 10 things. Pick your favorite. And that's what we're going to do yeah. with you. What do you? Yeah, you have you literally have a couple options of things we can record you doing. <laughs> like literally Lance is like back in camp. I, re- I went to camp like once oh, okay. and we rode horses. So I like love horses don't, and want to do it. Don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started on Toby. In fact, get me started on Toby. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, yeah, we are, I feel like we're spoiling a little bit. We are going Um, all over the place. I'm so sorry. I'm just so excited to get into this. So, actually, what I'd like, before we get into the special itself, can we talk about your experience as an NSYNC fan? Like I said, like, and I have a terrible memory. Like, I don't remember not being an NSYNC fan. Like, I don't remember discovering them. I don't, I just remember it always being a thing. And my favorite was JC. Wasn't he your favorite, too? 
no. Yeah, definitely. Of course. (laughs) But I remember within my friend group, there were four of us, and two of us were hardcore NSYNC, Team NSYNC, and the other two were definitely Team Backstreet Boys, and it was like... Exactly. A big deal. (laughs) Now, now, I can easily look at Backstreet Boys songs and be like, these are great songs. They're great. But like when you were 12, you were an NSYNC fan or you were a Backstreet Boys fan. And the hard part is that like now, what, 20 years since like No Strings Attached came out, like obviously one boy band has stayed intact and the other hasn't. You know, they definitely get points there, I think. But as far as like the best, like I would never go back to the 90s and say, oh no, knowing what I know now, Backstreet Boys are better. Heck no. I think I've always been able to separate the artists from the art and all of the songs anyone any any number of these groups put out between like 98 and 2003 were all great songs because they were produced that way like it was just like a pop machine like Mm -hmm. they're all great did I ever ever want to sit through like an interview with Nick Carter no I I still don't I didn't then and I don't now but I want to listen to like JC sing jazz versions of yeah. all their songs. Yes. Yeah. Desperately. Yeah, I can't quote a single thing from the Backstreet Boys one. Like, if you were to be like, hey, I do remember any of it? Absolutely not. Could I have recited this almost verbatim without watching it recently? Yes, of course. Did you go to any insane concerts? Oh, all of them. In fact, I was at yeah. their final concert. The last show of the last tour that they did was in Orlando, or at least in wow. Florida. Yeah. That's pretty... That's poetic. Um, Yeah, Pop Odyssey would have been their last tour. Yes, that's it. And I remember, honestly, that, like, that one I remember was outdoors. It was such a big thing, which is why I was like, was that in Tampa? Gosh, I'm the worst at reciting things. But I remember, like, we, we went big that year. Like, me and my friend group, we were like, oh, we're getting seats on the floor. And Mm -hmm. so we were right by one of those, like, you know how, once they get into, like, the stadiums, they have all those satellite stages. We were right by one, and Joey was there, and I remember he looked at me, because, like, I made a hand signal at him, and he, like, returned it, and I don't even remember what that hand signal was now. What? What Like, I think I was trying to do, like, the rock and roll symbol, but I think I actually was, like, sign-languaging I love you to him. Which, oh like, my God. that's for the better, honestly, but that was not the intention. <laughs> but yeah, so, yes, I went to, like, all of their shows. Tell me about your NSYNC journey. I had known about NSYNC, because th- I used to watch, like, TRL, and I listened to the radio, so I knew, like, tearing up my heart and stuff, and then I simultaneously was like a Disney fan and Lizzie McGuire and everything. So I would constantly be watching Disney Channel. And I remember seeing this concert special and I like all the pieces fell together. Like I not only did I like their music because I liked a lot of music. So I liked their songs. And then this show just like pulled me in with their personalities. And I just became an instant fan. And I was like the stereotypical 12 year old in that in that moment I used all my like babysitting and birthday money to buy magazines and I wallpapered my walls in sync posters and same thing I had a friend who was a Backstreet Boys fan and we would buy like gosh what were the names of those magazines even like J14 or Teen Bop <laughs> and we would there they always would have you could basically split your they would have pull out like posters and you could split your posters up and sync or Backstreet Boys and um we would do that. We would like pool our money and go buy magazines and then sit in each other's rooms and split up the posters. <laughs> I went to like a couple No Strings Attached tours 
And then we, yeah, we went big. We got floor seats like along the runway for the Pop Odyssey concert. And you mentioned that about Backstreet Boys. Like, yeah, they have like the longevity points, I guess, which sure, I'll give them that. But I also respect and sync a little bit for being like, we've peaked. Chris is turning 30. Like, let's just go out on top. And there were probably some selfish reasons there. Like, I'm sure Justin was like, I'm special. I always thought that was the case. But then, like, really recently, and honestly, like, I want to go plug Lance Bass has a podcast. At, like, the height of, like, quarantine and everything was the 20th anniversary of No Strings Attached. So he literally did every single day an interview with each of the NSYNC guys. And so where they talk about that time in their lives. So... Anything I say is going to be misquoted from something or another from that. So if you have the time, please go look those up. Go hear it from the guys themselves. But if not, you'll hear a really fun butchering of that story from me today. But but they were saying like it was more of a group decision to not record anymore? Kind of. And also it was just like they were all in such different times of their lives. Like, as you mentioned, like Joey had kids. Chris was like 20 years older than Justin. Probably not 20 years, 10 years older than Justin. And as much as this in concert special when you watch it will lead you to believe that, oh, they were just like great friends that just got together. Like it definitely was not that case. Like Chris and Justin got together strictly through Lou Pearlman. Mm -hmm. And then obviously the Lou Pearlman connection, but also like JC. And there was another guy named Jason who was originally right. he Drama. was the yeah because there's two different ends Justin and Jason in the yeah. NSYNC verbiage and then when they got Lance they were like ew your last name your name starts with an or ends in an E this is never gonna work <laughs> yeah this will never work but then it got to a point where they were tired because they were going every single day for like five years and finally they were like we just need a break and then it just never came back together but back in the beginning They did a little concert for the Disney Channel. But before that, there's even more connections to Disney. Oh, absolutely. The one that's probably the most well-known is that Justin and JC were on the Mickey Mouse Club, the like 90s revival of the Mickey Mouse Club that was filmed at the sound stages in MGM Studios. Original home of Storytime with Belle, and then it turned into Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. But before that, it was home of the Mickey Mouse Club. I have them, like, all recorded on VHS. And, and JC was a standout star. He played, like, he was, a, like, a surfer dude on, like, oh, the on soap Emerald opera. Cove. Yes. On Emerald Cove. Mm-hmm. He was so good. If you go back and watch Emerald Cove, it's literally filmed at the Beach Club, like, right as after it was released so like that whole place was whatever emerald cove plate like mansion whatever it was supposed to be was filmed at the beach okay i like do need to go back and watch that i don't think i ever realized that absolutely it's all filmed at places around disney world of course it was like i don't know why that is just coming together right now there was a scene where they were like at the valet part and then they're like at the pool and it's just it's it's so fun to watch back because you're like, no, I know where that is. This is very weird. <laughs> and to be fair, like, it was it was intriguing storylines. Like, Mickey Mouse Club, the 90s version, was, it's very entertaining. And all those little, all those little guys are so talented. Like, anyone who would sing and dance was amazingly talented. Britney sure. Spears, Christina. Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell. Um, right. Jennifer McGill was there, and she was also yeah. in the Voices of Liberty for about 20 years afterward. Not 20, probably 10 years afterward. Whoa. And then Tony Luca. That. 
Yeah. Um, mm. He was he kind of heartthrobby. Oh, for sure. And I guess him and Brittany, or Brittany and Christina had crushes on him. And then later on, he was on The Voice, and his mentor was Adam Levine. But in the middle of his singing and afterwards, Christina was like, oh, my God, wait, I know him. And so she goes backstage. It was, like, really kind of awkward at first because you were like, oh, this is cringy. But then it got better. <laughs> I've actually been to a lot of his concerts because he plays a lot of small venues here in Orlando. And he is incredible. If you ever get the chance to see Tony Luke alive, do it okay can we go (laughs) yes please (laughs) so yeah so that's like that's like a big out in the open like disney connection to nsync first of all but then the way the band actually came together that has a lot of disney disney world connections as well there's so not even disney world so when jc was going to school he was he Technically, I went to Dr. Phillips High School, and so, but he never really, like, showed up to classes. He was just enrolled there, and through that, he kind of knew, like, Joey knew of him through there, and so did Chris, and then, but Joey worked over at the Universal in the Graveyard Review as the Wolfman. So we got a Universal crossover here, too. Yes. So he worked there, but also was kind of like, he was known around the theme parks, because theme park people know each other, especially in entertainment. Especially entertainment, Yes. Yes. So the story goes that Lou Pearlman put together Chris, Kirkpatrick, Justin, and then this Jason fella. And then, of course, JC and Justin had the Mickey Mouse Club connection, so that's how JC got hooked into it. Joey actually got involved because the four guys, no, it was Chris, Justin, and JC were at, oh my god, it was one of the clubs at Disney, no, Downtown Disney. You said eight. Eight tracks. Was, yes, eight the tracks. Disco, the disco club. <laughs> so in the Disney and concert series, they talk about how it's like, Justin's like, oh, me and Chris knew each other. And then obviously like JC and I knew each other. But then we met Joey at this club. <laughs> at the it club. It was eight tracks. <laughs> it was Pleasure Island. Not just Pleasure Island. The disco club at Pleasure Island. That's not the club, Justin. That's no. not a club. But that was the thing that in the uh, pod, in Lance Bass's podcast they were talking about, they were like, pretty much Pleasure Island was the only place they could all go because those were the only 18 and up clubs that right. like Justin could get into. Oh, God. Because God bless him. He was like 15. Yes. So then they were like, we know this guy, Joey, who's out here dancing. Maybe he could be the bass. But clearly, he wasn't a bass singer. So then that's how um, Justin used... It was actually their vocal coach that they used at the Mickey Mouse Club. It was this lady named Robin that JC and Justin had. And that's how they got a hold of Lance. Like we said up top, I know every line. Not the song. Like, of course I know the songs. Of course I know the, like, flawless choreography. Which, like, God love them. They did the exact same choreography every time. Like, that never evolved. And I'm so happy about that. But even just, like, the the jokes they would say in the interviews or even just like the candid moments on camera these five men were my life for a period of time like when i wasn't reading disney world planning websites i was watching nsync videos and so what a mashup well yeah and then we think about those teen magazines back in the day like it would always be like oh what is if Joey's not singing with the band, what is he doing? Jet skiing. And it would be from something like this where it's absolute BS. Like at no p- I don't think that man has been on a jet ski outside of that since. Yeah. I mean, uh, no, that, that was his first and last time on a jet ski. <laughs> yes. Let's get into it because I want to talk about Joey on a jet ski. Perfect. Let's talk about Disney Channel concerts in general. Okay. 
Um, this was the first one I think I knew about or taught, like, um, was aware of, but I definitely tuned in to several following, including Britney Spears, including Backstreet Boys, including Five and Bewitched. That was probably one of my favorites. Oh, that one was my favorite. Like, as much as I love NSYNC in the moment, like, late at night I was watching Five. (laughs) And so this special, there's usually, like, an hour-long concert special, um, for Disney Channel, and it was like their Friday night debut. They would debut an original movie or a concert or a new episode of This, That, and the Other on Friday nights. Like, Friday nights were a big deal on Disney Channel at the time. The common thread through all of them were they were all, like, pop stars at the time, and they were all performed, and then there were some, like, interview and some candid footage of the bands on Disney properties. So... A lot at Disney World. I think uh, Cleopatra was on the Disney Cruise. So Five and Bewitched, they did a special at Disneyland. In front of Tomorrowland. And Sync was in front of the Chinese Theater. Um, Britney Spears, which which also was a great concert. Um, oh, for sure. Was in, actually, maybe one of the best stages. It was in front of Rock and Roller Coaster, which was really good. So like that big guitar. With Joey McIntyre. It's so weird now because I never got into New Kids on the Block. That was definitely before my time, in my opinion. But we definitely were around for their, like, second coming. So, like, Joey McIntyre had the, like, Blue Eyes song or something or another. And then Jordan Knight had that Jordan Knight You song. And so it was just that he had one song at the time. (laughs) But And they were like, let's share the stage with Britney Spears. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite thing about that concert with her is it was, like, it was peak Britney Spears. It was, like, it was her second CD, maybe or maybe, like, the nearing her second album. And I don't know if this was just, it may have just been, like, a times, like, a style times. Her hair looks like she just got back from a spin class. Like, oh, it, yeah. it's just a, it's just sweaty. It's just sweaty and pulled they did back. They dirty. And... That had to have been, like, the most humid day. Yes. And, like, it, it is a dance. I mean, all these concerts, they're all just dripping sweat, which is actually a very, like, that was a pop music thing. Like, we wanted our performers to be aerobically working. Like, dripping sweat meant they were, like, dancing hard enough for us. I feel like that was, like, a thing. Um, but, yeah, like, it, it was, like, both endearing and, yes, I was, like, they should have rethought her hair. Like, the whole image is was very, like, decided, but the hair looks bad. Like, it doesn't, you know, not, I don't even want to say bad. It looks normal, but, like, nothing else on her looks normal, you know? Yeah, if so, you just need a photo, like, if you need to caption a photo with, like, this is Florida humidity, just look mm-hmm. up that picture of Britney Spears. All right, so what other some notable... Oh, Leanne Rhymes did a concert? I definitely didn't see that. That was, though, um, they, she did it at the Boardwalk. Or I guess she probably did it at Beach Club, because Boardwalk was in the background. Pretty interesting. Oh. Yeah. Um, I genuinely don't remember. I watched Britney Spears and Sync. I watched the Five and Bewitched one and then the Backstreet Boys one, but I remember being annoyed at that one because it wasn't at a park. So, yeah. So, so this is interesting about this, too. So, Backstreet Boys are... So, they kind of came onto the scene before NSYNC, first of all. So, they were they were original of that era. And they turned down the opportunity <gasps> to do a Disney Channel concert. Mm-hmm. Because they were already like, oh, that's beyond us. And NSYNC was like, we'll do it. We'll do it. And... 
I think that the the timeline goes that there was a lot of credit given to this Disney Channel special for really catapulting them into the spotlight with like you and me. Their yes. their their true target audience was like they had been on MTV and stuff, but we were maybe it was questionable maybe if we were watching MTV yet. Like we were 10, 11, 12, yeah. right? So we were definitely watching Disney Channel though. And we had babysitting money, you know? Like we were going to spend it. So eventually Backstreet Boys looped back. So in 1999, they got their own Disney Channel special. But they, the Disney connection here is they performed at the stage in New York where Lion King Broadway performs. So it was a much larger, like, actual concert venue. It loses a little bit of the magic to me. Yeah. It just wasn't as fun. I mean, this, con- the dancing concert was... As good as it gets. So it took place um, at the end of Hollywood Boulevard, right in front of the Chinese theater as a backdrop. And it was stunning. Like, it looked fantastic. Like, right at sunset, the perfect time to be in Hollywood Studios. Yes. I was also thinking this might be one of the reasons I resented the hat for so long. Because the image of, like, the Chinese theater as the backdrop of this stage... I mean, that was robbed for so many years when the hat was in the way. So looking back on it, like from a psychological perspective. Oh, for sure. That hat stood where NSYNC once stitched and I can't. But yeah, so the the Disney Channel concert series really only ran um, from 1997 through 2001. The last concert being Aaron Carter and Samantha Mumba. Oh, bless Aaron Carter's heart. But I loved Samantha Mumba back in the day. I just yeah. remember her music video, she just walked the entire time, but, like, over cars, over ledges, everything. Oh, she was fantastic. But, yeah, so that was the concert series. Like you said, it it, it feels like it was something that was so ever-present, but looking back on it, not really. No. <laughs> there weren't that many of them. Um, but I think they probably did repeat them often oh, on the Disney Channel. almost every other, like, they'd have a new one, like, maybe, like, once a month or something, but then you, every night, you could catch it again, <laughs> almost. <Yeah. laughs> Let's talk about this concert a little bit. Yeah. So there is this, like, iconic opening to a Disney Channel in concert. Do you remember how it yes! used to Yes! It was, like, a poster or something, and then I yeah. just remember a super old computer in front of a window. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the poster is blowing around and ends up on the door. And there's, like, a dog There's barking. a dog, yes. So the opening of this concert is, I can't decide if it's just nostalgia or if it is actually iconic. Fans, slow motion, clapping and screaming. And then, like, a slower version of I Want You Back. Like, the beginning of the song playing. Yes. And it builds. Like, it is a good 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 opening and then the boys hit the stage looking back on it too it's so weird because I don't remember what I thought of that audience at the time like maybe it was an NSYNC crowd or whatever but now having been around theme parks for so long and happening into some of these filmings like it's usually just the most random people that happen to be going to the park on that day Obviously, there were some super NSYNC fans that are in the front and stuff, but I wonder how many dads are standing in the back being like, why did I come on this day? Yeah, and like grandpas. Yes! And it's interesting because when you think about that area that they're filling, like it is, it's pretty packed, 
But it would get, like, decently that packed during, like, a Star Wars show. Like, yes. It probably wasn't, it's an optical illusion of how many people were probably there. So they start off, the very first song they sing is actually Crazy For You. And it's a wild song. It's definitely not one of their, like, well-known hits, but the energy is unbelievable that they're giving off during that choreography and just, like, just dashing and jumping from one end to the stage the other. To be honest, like, I don't remember the names of, like, half of that first album, but I know them by song. And you're right. Like, it's like, I want to rock with you. I'm crazy for you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's take a big time out here and talk about the outfits they're wearing. <gasps> Molly. Huh. The, okay, like... I mean, if anyone's on TikTok right now, there's, like, a big... And I don't know how... I've never seen a Gen Z person actually saying, like, how much they hate skinny jeans and how uncool they are. But, like, apparently millennials are losing their mind because Gen Z doesn't like skinny jeans anymore. Like, that's a thing. And all I could think is the reason why we are so held on to our skinny jeans is because we came from something really dark. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think you're totally right. Like, I think it's appropriate for a Gen Z to be... To, to make fun of 30-year-olds because that's, that's like, your right. Absolutely. It's like a rite of passage. I don't need to like, be cool for you. It? Yes. No, for, God, I, I was never even cool for myself. Oh, Obviously, please. we're doing the po- podcast on NSYNC right yes. now. Like, that sentence will never be cool. We're doing a podcast about NSYNC. Like, come on. I don't, yourself. Yeah, I don't need Gen Z to accept the skinny jeans. No. But they need to understand we will never go as, we will never go wide. <laughs> Like, exactly. Like, show me what you got. But what we have seen (laughs) from pants is something no one should go back to. Yeah, when we see Billie Eilish nowadays, we're like, okay, but that's that's as far as we'll go. (laughs) Be careful. That's literally, like, when what Billie Eilish wears to the Grammys is what Chris Kirkpatrick wore to the Disney Channel concert. And so be careful. Camo like, be, overalls and an orange shirt. Like be careful. Like we just, just speak from experience. Yeah. We just know how dark this gets. It's like so. sure you want to cut bangs and we get that you think that'll be good, but it yeah. won't be long term. Well, and it's just like we understand you're experimenting with hair color, but do not frost those tips. Don't. Do not do it. Don't do it. No one needs to look like a package of uncooked ramen. Ever again. Ever again. We've done that. We've been there. We've learned from our mistakes. So let's talk. Let's start at the ramen. So Justin has on a billowy baby blue shiny pants. Now baby blue is his favorite color as every good NSYNC fan will know. So he definitely needed to have his like signature piece in that outfit. Yes. And then he has a white oversized polo on. Shiny white. Shiny. Like it was a jersey material. Material. It's sateen at yes. the very least. Like, yeah, it is. It looks supple. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then on top of that, when he first comes out, at least, he has on a silver jacket on top of that. Yeah, like a shine, like a, a an astronaut, an astronaut, an astronaut. Astronaut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it looks like the coat he has on looks like what they give marathon runners yes. after they finish the race. Yes. Yeah. That's what it looks like. He looks like he ran a Disney marathon and then did a concert. Chris has on an orange again, everything's oversized, so just I'm I don't think I need to keep repeating like repeating that. Nope. But like a large 
shirt and it has like very 90s accents on it like the collar the cuffs are all like a, they're thick and they have a different like a black or navy like line to it um and yeah and then he has some camo overalls on he might look the best no i'm just gonna throw it out there <laughs> Like, I disagree. I disagree. Okay. You're okay. talking about the camo overalls look the best. Cam- no, no, no. I mean, I, no, no, when no, I no. think about it, yeah, I'm sticking to it. I, Chris might look the best. No. Moving on to not the best. So Joey has on, he has on, like, velour patterned, like, um, it looks with, like, textured purple pants. Sure. And then Lance, I think we, we said this already, but Lance looks like they were just like, what are you going to wear to church camp? And he came out, like, God love them, and like, oh, like, baggy jeans. But they look, they look kind of normal. Honestly, Lance looks like every middle school boy from the 90s. Like, that's yeah. what they were wearing. Like a black t-shirt and then a open short-sleeved collared shirt on top like a lighter color and like oversized jeans he looks fine but as far as like a costume goes i can't give the award to lance because that's not a good costume for a concert like yeah he looks like he's going to a middle school dance yeah he looks pretty normal if we're talking costumes then justin timberlake is the only choice he's the only one who actually showed up like he was performing i guess that's true um, and then maybe we need to talk about we the worst. We can't talk about this. I don't understand because it looks like the guys who wear the back braces at Home Depot. Like, I don't understand yeah. what it is. Yeah. So, so JC, <laughs> now, he's, he has the best voice in the group. Um, his dance moves are arguably one of the best. Like, people give Justin that award a lot, but JC has he's very phenomenal. good, very good moves. But he was almost always the worst dressed. Yes. I think he thought he had, like, some sort of edgy artistic yes. angle. And he didn't. He did not. Did like, not. not not with the clothes. Correct. No. So he has on, car like, very baggy cargo, like, khakis. And then same, same thing, like, similar to Lance with, like, a t-shirt and then a short-sleeved button down open though underneath or his might be his might be a little button yeah a little buttoned at the bottom but plaid like a like muted plaid also a weird decision and then yeah he literally looks like he's wearing the back support brace from home depot like is it supposed to be like a gun harness like what is the appeal there but no, like, I was thinking that because I was like, well, what if he did, because it's open, right? It's not, like, zipped up or strapped in. If it were, though, like, would it have been, like, some sort of, like, military thing? But I don't think so. And then I was like, it kind of looks like something you'd wear when you go fishing. So you keep, like, all your hooks and stuff, like, right near you. Um, it's none of those things. It's some. It's in fact, something else. But we don't know what it is. It's just bad. It's bad. No doubt about it. There is something to the choreography they do that works really well for these types of costumes so mm-hmm. in a way it's a gift very flowy so yeah they the outfits were nuts uh they sound really good that was like a note i took and i understand two things first of all i know how like the late 90s pop worked and i also know how disney channel produced things work like i know it wasn't recorded totally live there was some like heavy editing but it wasn't a total auto-tune and i just want to say that jc hits the notes all the time and he sounds amazing Every time. Amazing. He sounds so good. It was a magnetic performance from the very first minute. No doubt about it. Oh, here's actually a note we haven't said. So this concert was actually filmed on May 23rd, 1998. And then it premiered on Disney Channel on July 18th, 1998. 
So there it is. That was the beginning of it all. Bam. Okay, so next up in the concert is hilarious. They all, like, introduce each other and, like, to get to know the personality. Oh, my God. This is a cringy moment because it sounds like they don't know each other. It's so bull. Like, it honestly is, though, like, oh... They're all Avengers, and they have to pick. Well, he's the one with the suit. He's the yeah. one who turns green sometimes. Like, they all have to have, like, a gimmick or a shtick. So Lance, so they describe Lance as the professional one. The business uh, savvy one. The business, which, like, I don't know, <laughs> but that sounds like something you make up about someone when you don't know them. I know, you know that he very much saved his money and didn't, like, spend it was why they said that. Like, he wanted to make sure that they, well, and a big part of, well, this was before then, so I don't know, but I know with the whole, like, Lou Perlman, like, fallout court case drama. or whatever, it was mm-hmm. very much like, oh, well, we're getting all these lawyers afterwards, and he was a big proponent of that. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so maybe this is kind of accurate. So they just described Joey as, like, happy-go-lucky, like, always down to have a good time, which is probably true. Sure. It's not the best way to describe someone you know very well, but okay, I'll accept it. They describe Chris, okay, and Justin specifically just describes Chris as, quote, too much and, quote, overwhelming. So I think he hated (laughs) Yes. Well, he was the old one. It was very funny to, like, pick up on that tension 20 years later. Yes. They described Justin as the all-around guy, good at everything, especially basketball, which, like, of course he was. He genuinely was, like, a golden boy. I think he was just genuinely good. I don't think he's bad at anything. And, again, that stuff goes to your head, especially when you know it when you're a little kid, when you know you're good at everything. And then they described JC as very serious and very musical. I think Joey said something like, his hobbies are spending time in the studio. And I wanted to be like, shouldn't that be your hobby? Like, (laughs) you're in a band. (laughs) Also, can we talk about where these like cutaway interviews are taking place? Because I want your help identifying where they are on Disney property. Well, I mean, I was looking it up, though, because, like, Chris, when he's at the NFL, like, experience, whatever that is, is that wide world of sports, Lance has to be at the the ranch over at the Fort Wilderness. Yep, he's at Fort Wilderness. He, his interviews take place in front of, like, horse butts, which is just so funny. Yes. And then, like, Joey is either at Mickey's Retreat. Yes! Okay, I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. Well, they're definitely playing basketball at Mickey's Retreat. Yes, they're de- okay. We can talk about Mickey's Retreat. So they, yeah, there's a cutaway scene where they play basketball, and Joey's interview is like on a dock. So Mickey's Retreat is a cast member, and like you can invite your friends and family, like a a, a private park, like a recreational park. Yes. And it has a, a small lake on it, and grills and basketball courts and tennis courts and stuff like that and they do some cast member like picnics there and stuff but I was thinking that like Joey might be at Mickey's retreat oh for sure or I mean I think it was I I was saying like it could have been on um Bay Lake Bay Lake but I don't know it seemed it seemed like quieter than that I loved though that JC was at like transcontinental studios or whatever that was like well, where's that? No, I don't necessarily think it's a Disney thing. I think it's more mm-hmm. of a, if we have a record label associated with Disney type of deal. So Justin standing in front of the, like, virtual roller coaster at uh, Disney Quest. Oh, yeah. What's What was the virtual roller coaster called? I get it mixed up with, remember when there was the one? Um, Some of all thrills. 
Yeah, the sum of all thrills was in Epcot, but mm-hmm. this was just called. Was this, it called like the sum of all thrills? Was a kooka arm? It was just. It was just. Yeah, it was a kooka arm. This was just called Cyberspace Mountain. Oh yes, that's true. Yeah, because yeah. it was like Space Mountain, but the virtual version. <laughs> and you got to like create it, like add oh, add God. some stuff. It was actually a lot of fun back then. I thought that yeah. was the coolest thing I'd ever done. Listen, Disney Quest was actually very cool. It's just that with all hand, like, and we all know this in post-show experiences too, with any hands-on activity, you just have to maintain it and replace it often, or it's going to date itself very quickly, just with general wear and tear and how quickly technology changes. Yeah. Okay, so those are all the interview, like, the cutaway interview stations. Very funny. Um, The next song is I Just Want to Be With You. Na, 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 na. Na 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 na. I just wanna be. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. No, great. Thank and you. I, I, um, the one thing I want to note about this is we talked a lot about their outfits, but specifically this choreography for this song is just like so perfect. It truly, truly looks like they're just rivers. <laughs> like it's so flowy. The flowiness of their mm. pants. Mm. It's. I mean, it's it's really a sight to see. It's really it's really great. So they also have a group interview setting. I didn't mention this, but they cut to it sometimes. And it's all five of them sitting in front of the Tree of Life. Oh, yeah. Which is funny because it's 1998, which is the year. Just opened. Animal Kingdom opened. Yeah, it opened like a month before they recorded it. So. Wow. We were being marketed to. Totally. We didn't know it. Oh, they cut away to some scenes where they're all on Countdown to Extinction, which is what we know as dinosaurs yeah and then they cut to the scene of them all playing basketball as like a as a band and with bodyguards and stuff so the next song is god must have spent a little more time on you probably i mean i don't know i don't have the record book in front of me but it might be the lot like the most words in any song title long song song title yes yeah okay so this was a moment where i realized i store a lot of nsync trivia in my brain which is probably why recently i felt very like foggy and that i can't like retain new information it's because it's all full of useless fun facts like when the guitarist comes out to do a solo and he has that like sheer shirt on do you Mm -hmm. know who i'm talking about Mm -hmm. His name's Ruben, and I knew that. Like, I was like, oh, there's Ruben. And then I was like, why do I know the name of NSYNC's band? (laughs) Like, why is that something that I'm holding on to? I I don't know. I just, that's just, yeah. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because I'm trying to learn new things, and I can't learn anything new. Hey, Ruben. I think Justin Timberlake kept the same bodyguard, too. Really? Into a was solo it, career, yes. Was it Lonnie? Yes. I think so. <laughs> well, in the sense of, like... I mean, Chris it makes was, sense. Chris was talking about how he would always go visit Justin whenever he'd have a tour because a lot of the guys are the same from, like, their old oh, touring Oh, yeah. Days. So it's just some, like, it's some backstage hangs. That's yeah, pretty fun. it's, like, old yeah, friends. Nice. Yeah, that's actually... That's really... God, Chris. Chris with all the heartfelt I stuff. I know, seriously. The next scene is actually, we mentioned, um, Justin and Chris ride the virtual, the cyberspace mountain yeah. at Disney Quest. He made that. I'm going to hit him in the head. Yeah. <laughs> and then it cuts to Chris over at the NFL experience. I wanted to note that, like, I remember this scene as a, 
as a teenager being like, whatever, Chris, like you like sports, like whatever. Rewatching that clip, I was like, you're pretty relatable. And it's pretty cool that you like sports, even if you're not like the most athletic person in the world, like you like to go out there and play. Like that's such a relatable human thing to be like, I respect that about you, that you have hobbies, you know? part about it was in being like, I'm definitely a top five in NSYNC for basketball playing they always that was always like the thing too they're like chris kirkpatrick's like the funny guy in nsync and i was like maybe but he is like that's a funny joke okay this now gets into my favorite song the next song is giddy up oh god they come out with sunglasses there's a wardrobe change this song is a ridiculous song terrible and then they come out being like cool guys like it's too much it was too much then you know the first cutaway is Joey jet skiing. Oh, God. He's like, oh, and when you fall off, it won't hurt because you're in water unless you're going fast. Again, which is something someone who's never jet skied. Never jet skied. That sounds like me. That sounds like Cheryl saying, like, I've, let, we're going to go jet ski on Bay Lake. And I'd be like, well, you can go fast because you'll fall in the water. Like, stupid <laughs> shit. And he goes, we already said this, but he was like, yeah, if I'm not at the club or at the movies, I'm probably jet skiing. <laughs> no, he's not. None of that is true. Like, I believe that he was in, like, clubbing sure. in Orlando. We maybe. know this about him. We've seen him. But he was not jet skiing. No. I, like, call, I call bullshit yes. on that. Yes. And the next cutaway is, like, it's, like, Real Housewives level editing, like, the producers. They cut from Giddy Up to Lance riding horses. (laughs) And Lance tells this, like, way too personal story about, like, taming Toby, the wild horse at camp. He didn't even say that. I was waiting for him to be like, nobody would ride Toby because he was kind of crazy, but I could. He didn't do that. No. He just said he chose to ride Toby. Like, it was... There was oh, it's, it's almost a bad as, story. As if there was an interviewing being like, "Do you like horses, Lance?" And then he's like, "Yeah, horses are great." And he'd be like, "Okay, but what do you like about horses?" And he's like, "Oh, that they're like, ho- have you ridden them?" And like, just kept asking about horses. Yeah. And he's too polite to be like, "Girl, I don't really care about I don't horses. Like horses. Like, I don't like any of this. Like, I would ride them professionally, but the tricks and stuff." <laughs> no, <laughs> it's just so funny. It's so it's so funny looking back on this like forced hobbies cutaway thing it's such a disney thing like they were trying to give them like very wholesome relatable personalities yeah the next in between songs cutaway is jc doing jazz what he (laughs) refers to as jazz versions i don't i don't think that i don't think that's an accurate description but it's just like a slowed down version a couple of nsync songs actually the next song is great because jc does a jazz okay a jazz intro into i want you back (laughs) which was that was definitely one of their big i mean biggest songs and definitely at that time that was what was playing on the radio and so it's fantastic i couldn't think about because when they started playing i want you back in the middle i was like is this not their closer? And then I was like, oh, I guess there no. is one more song one that more. is more popular. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So this, the, I think I Want You Back was like their Europe hit to begin with. Um, and then they kind of broke out in the U.S. with their closer. Um, but this is may, maybe one my maybe one of my favorite songs. And it is without a doubt, by far, my favorite choreography that they do. It is absolutely perfect. They do that, that like bump line yeah like humpy dance it's great <laughs> i love it 
Next song, they roll right into You Got It, which, listen, I'm a huge NSYNC fan. This is their worst song. Yeah. You Got It is their worst song. You Got It, I Want It, I'll Do Whatever It Takes. Giddy Up is significantly better because it's interesting at the very least. And it invokes images of Lance writing Toby again. Sure. Incredible. Um, So You Got It, let's move on. So... Then it cuts to a behind the scenes of them, like, kind of doing their Disney thing for, like, they're probably there for 48 hours to film all this. And they, it cuts to this girl who is all of us. She's all of us. Um, <laughs> literally, I look just like her at that age. And she had the opportunity to, like, meet NSYNC, I guess, backstage. Which seems a little weird. She's like, oh, so great to meet NSYNC. I, I noticed their bodyguard and their tour, their tour bus and I asked for a picture and then she goes my mom's my mother's friend drove them in the parade good for Dale or whatever his name yeah, was Dale that's exactly how good for Dale. that's how that's you for, do it but just also the context that was provided made me laugh like my mother's friend drove them in the parade <laughs> <laughs> we all wish our mother's friends drove them in Absolutely. the parade you know? also that was very staged like the parade what are you talking about the stars and motor cars like I don't think so kind of it's the equivalent of the Super Bowl <laughs> quote unquote yeah. Parade where they just drive a car randomly down Main Street and are like, oh, hey. But in this case, it was Hollywood Boulevard, so it's like significantly shorter. Yes. And then it shows them like their handprints in the concrete. And Cheryl, can you confirm? Is are there handprints nope. out? There, where are they? Nope. Um, I would have guessed that they were put on the wall at Planet Hollywood. But I don't know where they oh. went. But they are definitely not at the Chinese Theater. You know, I think we should make it our mission to find them. Sure. The next scene is phenomenal. They sing Sailing, which is a really great song. But this is the little montage when they go and talk to all their parents. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> all their parents were at this special, which, like, I guess they were new at the time. And so their parents probably were at a lot of their performances. And they're all, like, local. Oh, that's such a good point. Yeah, they're all Florida people, aren't they? Or at least at the time. Yeah, maybe Justin's parents weren't, but they would, they were such stage people that they were there all the time. Yes. It's so funny. It's actually really sweet. Like, Lance's mom is really cute. JC's mom is really cute. And and Chris's mom shits on him a little. My favorite line. Like, oh, I'm his mom, not his fan. People ask, people always come up to me and are like, I bet you're your son's biggest fan. No, I'm his mother. (laughs) It's like, well, be a little nicer to him. You know what? You're right. Are they possibly in America Gardens Theater? Or maybe the Beauty and the Beast theater. It looks like they're at some sort of show and this parents like stand up and start applauding. I bet it's Beauty and the Beast now that I think of it. Okay. Um, The next scene, they do a little cutaway of the boys on Kilimanjaro Safari, like with their friends and family. Oh, and I love it. They're like, you guys want to go get these poachers? Oh my God. It's the original storyline with like a man with a machine gun in it. It's very wild. It's weird. But they're all like singing and dancing. And someone, I don't know who says this. I don't know if it's Chris or Justin. It's just a voiceover. They go, we were all raised to treat animals really well. (laughs) What? What? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And again, just a ton of product placement in the brand new theme park. And I was into it. Like, I I mean, I went to Disney the next 
year. Yes. So, of course, I was like, oh, we got to ride this because NSYNC was on it. Like, it, it worked. Disney, it worked. Here we are, <laughs> 20 years later, still talking about it. They come back for another song. They do Here We Go. I didn't think the outfits could get worse. They do an outfit change. They do an outfit downgrade. At least, though, the thing I thought about this was they looked like they actually had a plan for performing and didn't just show up from Mm, their middle school classes. The bad part about them, though, is they were like, you know, like when you're in a wedding sometimes and the bride's like, everyone can pick which dress they want to wear, but they all have to be green or whatever, like this color. It was like that. Like the costume was like, you have to wear black pants And then some combination of brightly colored shirt and, like, a black accent on top. So, like, Joey chose a black sweater vest, which was not a good choice for a concert. Like, maybe maybe TRL, but not a concert. Mm -hmm. That's just hot. Justin chose an unfortunately long Mm -hmm. suit jacket. The Matrix was big at that time. I'm just kidding. That's right. Yeah, I mean, good point. It just didn't fit his, it just didn't fit his, his body. And then Lance also chose a suit coat. But again, Lance comes out looking on top. He like almost looks pretty normal, if not just 1999, you know. Help me out. What were Chris and jo- JC wearing? I don't remember. But you're right. It looks like they were, hey, we've all been in a wedding. Just bring whatever best man suit that you had our groomsman suit and we'll just wear it oh here we go so jc had a suit on but he also had like a scarf on which was a weird choice and it looks like um chris also just had a suit on so joey was kind of the oddball out with the sweater vest classic joey odd man out so yeah i mean i still i still don't like them visually but i agree with you that as far as like a stage performance goes like those were better costumes, I guess, that they go yeah. together. It's actually the end of the concert, because then they just do Tearing Up My Heart, which was definitely their big hit oh, at the time. Huge. And the crowd goes, goes wild. wild. Like, that is when they like zoom in on at least a dozen young fans who are singing along. That's when the dads in the back are like, oh, 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 yeah, 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 okay. I got oh, it. Oh, this. Right. right. Sure. Yeah. I mean, from start to finish, though, I can say that it is a wildly, it's like a fast hour. If you were to go find this on YouTube right now, you would lose an hour of your life, like, in the snap of finger. Like, it's so quick and high energy and very entertaining. So, in fact, do that. Like, yeah, go as look homework, I was it. watching it at the gym, and I have never had a more pleasant time on the treadmill. I was pumped the whole time. And again, looking back on it now, like, Chris was in his mid to late 20s then, so by the end of, what was the name? The Pop Odyssey tour. He wow. was in his 30s. Not that like when you turn 30, you lose all your energy. I'm That's I don't now. I don't believe that no. or anything. But yeah, we're in our mid 30s and like, it's different. Like it's just, everything's different. And so the fact that he kept up with Justin Timberlake and he did, Chris did yeah. keep up with Justin. That's amazing. And he yeah. is the funny one. So Chris might be my favorite. <laughs> and by the end of this podcast, the one thing we know for sure is that Molly has come around on a new favorite. Yeah. But that was the concert. And I swear, like, I distinctly remember watching it all by myself, like, in my living room, knowing knowing I was a huge fan, like, from that moment forward. And I was a huge <laughs> fan. And I guess I still am. I guess, I guess this sort of stuff never really goes away. It's wonderful to get to visit from time to time. And that's how I felt, like... It really is so 
it's, I can't recommend this enough. It is like such a good use of an hour of your life. So good. I wish I would have. So the version I found online was just like a, just, you know, a digital version. I wish I would have found um, my old VHS version because I wanted to watch the commercials. I bet they're so good. Okay, so my new dream, well, my biggest dream in the world is to get back to Florida for a visit. Yes. It's been so long. But my new, I'm trying to think now, because usually I'm like, usually Cheryl, when we're putting together trips, it's like, oh, we're going to hang out at Disney, like maybe we'll hit Universal. Um, But now I distinctly want to just like go to a bar where we have like the highest chance of running into Chris or Joey. Yes. Done. You know how, like, food trucks have, like, a finder? I'm pretty sure there's, like, a Joey Fatone finder that we could probably download. <laughs> but, yeah, that's this is our, our interesting pop culture theme park crossover episode. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed it. But we miss Ashby. We do. We'll be back together with the whole gang soon. We will. Please go ahead and follow us on all the socials and write us a review. That would be very, very helpful. If you know Joey Fatone, get in touch with us. Because we'd like to talk to him. Yeah. We want to know about his Disney and Universal days. Oh, you know what? More than anything, I want to know about Joey's Universal days. I want to know if he ordered anything from the diner. Like, did he get grilled cheese often? I want to know, like, who he had a crush on in the Graveyard Review cast. Oh, yeah. In, like, the local Orlando, like, entertainment talent who was his person. I want to know what the audition was like for that. I want to know how sweaty he got in the, like, wolfman suit. Or if that's just as nor like, it was, like, a normal day. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you next time. Have fun. Bye. Bye.